Welcome to the Rabbi Patrick Podcast, Episode 1, The Tattooed Rabbi in His Kitchen. Why is it called The Tattooed Rabbi in His Kitchen? Well, if you already know who I am, then you know that I'm sort of known as The Tattooed Rabbi, and this episode is being uh, recorded in my kitchen. There's no fancy equipment, anything like that. I'm using my cell phone, and I'm posting these uh, unedited, straight online And that's that. And this is episode one. I had this idea that I wanted to do a podcast. I wasn't sure about what, so I asked several people, and everyone said, well, just talk about you. Um, And I think I'm really boring, so (laughs) I decided that's a bad idea. But I do know what people are interested in and want to talk with me about, and that's uh, spirituality, talking about cool people that maybe I've met and their experiences, uh, and also, and and probably more than anything else, talking about Judaism. Uh, I am a rabbi. I am a convert to Judaism, uh, which is what's going to kick off this series of episodes. Um, But again, this is entirely just me on my phone, unedited. I do it in one take and hopped up on tons of coffee. So, shout out to Octane Coffee um, in sort of the Buckhead area. Actually, not sort of the Buckhead area, definitely the Buckhead area, uh, where I get my gravy coffee. Um, It's a very, very... uh, heavily caffeinated coffee. I'd say it's a medium to dark roast, although I'm totally making that up because I have no idea what the grades of roasting are. I just know that if I do it pour-over style, I have one cup and it's like rocket fuel. So thank you for that. Between that and using the Podbean app and bensound.com for the music, uh, I pretty much am set. So this podcast. I'm going to talk a lot about the work that I do with Punctura, One Shul. I do most of my work with Darshan Yeshiva, but it's important to say that this is completely unaffiliated with that. So this is my own personal time that I take to do this. Um, I've always wanted to do a podcast that's just kind of me talking um, about different kinds of things that are going on um, and something that could be done in a very mobile way. Uh, That really wasn't possible until this app. Uh, In the past, when I had been part of podcasts or I had done, uh, let's say, a solo podcast for Punctura, um, it would require mics and the laptop and editing and then taking that edited stuff and putting music in it and then exporting it and then posting it online and then having the feed go to iTunes and it was just so complicated uh, that When this app came around, uh, I was just thrilled. This was perfect. It's exactly what I wanted. It's very similar feeling to early Punctura videos where I would just wander around with my flip cam, um, and that's kind of what I like about this. Um, This is not a paid thing. There's no sponsors. Um, (laughs) Octane Coffee didn't ask me to mention them. Uh, Podbean didn't ask me to mention them. Um, I do shout out to bensound.com because uh, they provided the little spooky psychedelic music. But otherwise, there's no sponsorships or anything like that. Um, 
If you are interested, if you're some person who would like to sponsor this, if you think this is pretty cool, um, you can definitely send me an email, podcast at rabbipatrick.com. So that's podcast at rabbipatrick.com. And I will uh, happily speak with you. Although, if you do want to sponsor, I'm not going to take any of the money. I'll just give it to Punctura as a donation. So maybe that's the way we could do this. So... When you do your first podcast episode, what do you talk about? The thing that people are, frankly, most interested in speaking with me about within the context of Judaism is converting. Uh, As I said, I'm a convert. There's not a whole lot of Patricks who are Jewish in the world. There are no Rabbi Patricks other than myself that I know of. I know that because I Googled it, which Googling yourself is the most vain awful experience ever, you really begin to realize how self-centered you are when you're literally Googling your name to find out what shows up. And in my experience, if you're a blogger, if you're a person who does anything on social media, just don't don't Google your name. Don't Google your name. It's like looking at the comments on a blog post. Don't look at the comments. Don't Google your name. Only bad things will happen. Um, but anyway, so That's sort of what I wanted to talk about. I'm going to do an 18-part series. 18 worked out perfectly. I kind of just wrote down things I wanted to talk about. There ended up being 18 of them. So, cool. That's uh, in Judaism, in sort of Jewish numerology, that's high or life. Um, But it's totally a coincidence that it was 18 and all that. Um, Or maybe it's not, right? Depends on your spiritual perspective. Um, I'm also an overachiever, so that's why even though I've never done my own solo podcast, of course I'm going to promise 18 episodes of something. So we'll get through 18 episodes on conversion, and then I'll move on to something else. Maybe I'll come up with some ideas during that 18-part series, or maybe you can email uh, me some ideas or questions, and I'll talk about that stuff. So... Converting to Judaism, my story as briefly as possible. I grew up in a non-religious household, which isn't to say that my parents don't have spiritual beliefs or that they're atheist or agnostic or anything like that. Um, I just was raised without formal religion. Uh, We had a Christmas tree and an Easter basket, and that was that. I was in punk bands all throughout sort of my 20s, and now I'm 33, I'm still in punk bands, so a 10-year period of my life, basically. Um, And when you are in a band, it's very easy for your center of gravity to be yourself. Uh, Being in a band, if you're not really grounded, uh, can lead you into this really funky place where... It's all about you and your band, and you're trying to hit this mysterious finish line where, you know, if I just get that record deal, or if I just get that really big gig, and then you get there, and it's not that fulfilling, and then it's like, well, you know, now that I have the record deal, I need a better record deal, or I need a bigger show, or I need a a bigger audience, or I need more press, or whatever the case may be. Uh, You're always constantly seeking out that bigger goal, and the finish line is constantly being moved past you. Um, But when you're in that space, it's very easy for you to think that you're the center of the world, and that was definitely the case for me. Um, I led a very self-centered life, Um, during that time, really the earlier uh, time of my sort of musical interest. 
at a certain point, my axis shifted, and I began to realize in my maturity that I was not the center of the universe, that no matter how successful I was in music, that that fundamentally wasn't going to make me happy. Um, and that's sort of when I got religion, for lack of a better word. Uh, what was it about Judaism that worked for me? It was two things. One is that Judaism is very universal, in such as um, if I am Jewish or if someone else is Jewish, their Judaism does not negate anyone else's Christianity or Islam. Uh, so my being Jewish and my practice of Judaism does not made a, does not take away, I should say, uh, anyone else's Buddhism or agnosticism, whatever the case may be. Within Judaism, everyone has a stake in the game, no matter what they believe or do not believe. And then there's this other part that's sort of the other side of the coin from universalism, which is particularism. Now, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Unitarian Universalism. Great people, love me some UUs. But if you believe in everything, it's very hard to live life with anything that is sort of certain. Um, it's very hard if you believe in everything because then you're kind of practicing nothing. And I think that no matter where you may be in life in terms of your belief system, it's very good to have rituals um, and very sort of firm ideologies uh, that sort of give you a frame of reference for life. So that's where Judaism as a, and some people hate this word, but tribal religion works really well. You have holidays, you have life cycle, you have a set of books, a language, a culture, a history, all of these things that give you a path to walk so that you're not simply picking and choosing from the entire uh, menu of religious, spiritual, philosophical ideas. Now, has Judaism changed over time? Yes. Do people cherry-pick what they do and don't want to practice or believe? Absolutely. But at least you're somewhat defining what you're doing. I mean, I have found that in studying all religions, it's more uh, beautiful coming from the perspective of a religious philosophy than sort of being open to everything. I actually appreciate other religions by having a religion of my own. Um, and Joseph Campbell, who is a scholar that really influenced me uh, in my early young adult life, um, actually said that. He said that it's really great if you belong to something to then re read other religious texts from other traditions because you go into it without sort of uh, prejudice. Um, and that's what I found is really great about having a perspective um, and then reading other uh, religious texts as opposed to not having one uh, and just trying to take everything on at once. So the universal in the particular works great for me. Judaism has that, and that is that. Uh, so what happened was I was practicing Judaism basically on my own, and I felt disassociated from uh, the Jewish community here in Atlanta. I started something called Punctura, and just as a quick pause, you probably now know that I don't edit anything because you can probably hear this airplane <laughs> flying over my condo. In any case, um, so I started Punctura, which was a YouTube channel, then it became a website, then it became a nonprofit. 
All of that happened because of really terrific volunteers. I take zero credit for the success of Punctura, One Shoal, and Darshan Yeshiva. It happened entirely because of awesome people all over the internet, all over the world. Over time, I eventually became a rabbi. Maybe I'll do a podcast about that sometime. And here we are. That's my Jewish story. And it's been a great one, and I'm going to continue to walk that journey. And uh, I look forward to doing it with you. So what can you expect from this series of podcasts about conversion? Uh, I'm going to talk about why people convert. And just as a sort of foreshadowing of this, people do not convert to get married, at least not anymore. How do you find someone to convert with? And the secret to that is not to look for a rabbi. Denominations, what's that about? What does it mean to convert, reform, conservative, etc.? Does it even matter? Israel, complicated. Israel is one of the most difficult things you can talk about when it comes to conversion. Uh, Dealing with rabbis, I'm going to tell you the truth about what it's like to be a rabbi and give you a little bit of inside information in terms of how we operate and why sometimes we really fail you and we don't mean to. Uh, What you need to know in order to be Jewish, what is the sort of curricula that you need in order to live a Jewish life? Dealing with family. How do you tell your family that you want to convert uh, or that you have converted in some cases? What do you do about being invited over for Christmas or whatever the case may be? Spouses. You want to convert. Your spouse does not. What do you do there? Uh, What about your kids? That's another one. So you and your spouse have these non-Jewish children and you've decided to convert to Judaism and they're like, what about Easter baskets? Uh, Anti-Semitism. It is real. It is alive. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You will become a part of it by converting. Uh, So what do you do there? (laughs) Here's one. Dealing with other Jews. So this is a problem sometimes that you go into a synagogue, let's say, and your last name is, you know, Johnson or Christensen. You know, what do you do? Not particularly, quote unquote, Jewish names. How do you handle that? Picking a Jewish name, it's something that you do when you convert. What's that about? And, of course, the thing that all men are afraid of, circumcision or hatafat dambrit, how do you deal with the thing that is happening in your boxer shorts so that you can get closer to God? Bet Din, what's it like to be interrogated by rabbis? You're not actually interrogated. Mikvah, the big splash, what do you do there? Public celebration. Do you tell people that you've converted? Do you celebrate it? What is the rules around there? Or what are, not is, what are the rules around that? And then I'm going to end with something called the parking lot moment. You've converted to Judaism. You walk outside of the mikvah. You go into the sanctuary. You hold a Torah. Everybody blesses you. And then everybody goes home and you are left in the parking lot. The parking lot moment. What do you do next? Hopefully, I'm going to talk to some cool people who can shed some light on all of these. It won't just be you listening to me ramble while, you know, drinking gallons of coffee. Um, 
I think also uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Darshan Yeshiva when it comes to this, uh, but I'm also going to try to speak from the perspective of synagogue rabbis and how they handle all of this um, and lots of other great stuff. And then once I'm done with this, we'll move on to other subjects. So uh, if you have any ideas for what to do with this, whether it's this podcast or these subjects or other subjects you're interested in, if you want to help promote this podcast, if you think it's worthwhile uh, for people to listen to, if you want to criticize me deeply <laughs> for the quality of the content or <laughs> of the content, um, uh, quality of the audio or anything like that, please let me know. Again, I set up an email address, podcast at rabbipatrick.com. Please let me know. I can't promise that I'm going to reply super immediately. Again, this is just a hobby of mine, so I don't know how quickly I would get to you, but I desperately want to get your feedback, thoughts, opinions. Uh, it's just like with Punctura. It was made better by other people. So please be a part of that process. And until then, thank you so much for listening. Uh -huh.